0: Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
1: Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires. Like the highly consumer-rated Kumo Majesty 9 Solus TA91. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, so way tire buying should be.
2: Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything.
1: Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to 2 Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR.
0: Justin Fields may have just opened the door for Caleb Williams to go to Chicago. Welcome in. It is a Wednesday. You're halfway there. This is also the day, Aaron, on the holiday week where you're like, wait, is it Tuesday today? What day is it? We didn't have to work on Monday, so it's, so it's a Wednesday. So we will be here to allow you to remember that it's a Wednesday and it's not a Tuesday. It's not a Thursday. We are smack dab in the middle of the work week.
3: Yeah, you know, some people just have a holiday nonstop. I went to the post office right before I came here to uh, drop off some packages. They weren't open. They weren't open on Monday because it was a holiday, but they weren't open today. I was furious. We'll save that for hour five. Um, but <laughs> maybe we'll do a special pod on it. Yes, post office decorum. You don't just you get every holiday. You don't need to take off middle days in the middle of the week. Can I get a sign on the door if nobody's going to be there on like? I was going to say a Tuesday, but see, that's to your point. I was going to say a Tuesday at 10 a.m., but it was actually a Wednesday at 10 a.m. It
0: is Wednesday, and we are broadcasting live from the Tireac.com studios. Danny G is here, Lorena and Mary handling the technical stuff, Matsi Bolaños at the news desk. She'll have a game for us in about 45 minutes. It's Wednesday. Better or worse is the game today, so we can't wait to dive into that. We're going to dive into some audio because Justin Fields now maybe has opened the door, allowing the Chicago Bears to make a decision. And this was news that ended up, I guess, circulating around Monday on President's Day. Albert Breer of the MMQB had mentioned that the Bears will how likely have their plan on how they're going to move forward with their quarterback position at the combine next week. Because you're going to have conversations with teams and you want to kind of know what your plan is. I don't know if that's my way of going about it, but it's also how they went about it last year. And soon after the combine, they ended up striking a deal with the Carolina Panthers where Carolina moved up and then took Bryce Young number one, and the Bears ended up dropping back in the draft and then made some other moves. But that's how it all played out last late February and early March for the Chicago Bears. So for them to say we're going to have our plan set like we did last year would make me think history is going to repeat itself. But now it sounds like maybe Justin Fields is reading some of the tea leaves and that he may be getting ready for his way out of Chicago as he made comments today on a pod over, I shouldn't say today, the podcast was released today, but he made comments to the uh, St. Brown Bros podcast um, on Russ St. Brown, Lions wide receiver. Uh, We all know uh, how great of a receiver he is, but. He and his brother have a podcast. Justin Fields was on that. We'll hear from that in a second. But if Justin Fields is now unfollowing the Chicago Bears on Instagram and staying away from any football comment on Instagram, to me that's a pretty strong sign that maybe his future isn't in Chicago anymore.
3: Uh yeah, I don't know that I agree. Mm,
0: um, he just doesn't like the Bears' content.
3: Well, doesn't like <laughs> yeah, what they, what they uh, doesn't
0: like what the media yeah, the department is doing.
3: Too, too many graphics, not enough reels on Instagram these days. Out of the Bears' main account. No, I mean listen, I I think, and I know we'll hear exactly his exact words, but I do think if you are in a negative light, the focus of a lot of attention. Um, you know, you have the LeBron James zero dark thirty. I don't log on at all option. But maybe you want to go on Instagram. Maybe you want to go on TikTok and, and get a cooking recipe. Maybe you want to see a cute dog. Not, But you don't want to see everybody talking about how unwanted you are in a specific place. And so, you know, it's the weird thing. He's not a free agent. Um, it's not his choice whether he comes back or not. And while I don't think there's much of a debate, it seems as though there is some thought of there is at least the remote possibility that he is back. So, it's the weird thing where you're not really wanted, but you haven't really been told that you're leaving and the guy that you know is going to replace you isn't officially there yet. So, yeah, when I log on Instagram to look at cute puppies and, and and uh, you know, enchilada recipes, I don't need to everybody tell me how terrible I am at my job. You don't have to look at the comments. You just have to look at the
0: pictures that say sure. what uniforms are we wearing, which, by the way was the most recent Bears Okay, post. I was going to say, yeah. Which uniforms it. are you rocking with? But Justin <laughs> Fields is like, I don't want to see with that With a big crap. X through Justin I, Fields' <laughs> face, yeah. I don't want to see those pumpkin uniforms either, but it was the <laughs> third slide. So you just don't go as far in it. That's the sort of content. If it was Twitter. Sure. If it was that toxic cesspool uh, find Aaron, by the way, on X at Aaron underscore Torres. You can hit me up at Dan Byer on Fox. I would understand it more. Team run Instagram pages are usually pretty tame. Sure, you're right. And that's why I think that it's saying something. But don't take my word for it, from it for it. Don't take Aaron Torres's. Let's take Justin Fields' word on why he unfollowed the Bears.
4: Why do people take social media so serious? Like, but, like, why, why <laughs> you don't follow, don't follow this? this and that? Like, I still mess with the Bears, this and that. I'm just trying to take a little break. I am follow the Bears and the NFL, bro. I'm not just trying to have football on my timeline. Like, mm. I know y'all mess with a girl, EQ, especially you. Just because you don't follow the girl on IG don't mean you're not messing with them.
3: Well, oh, first of all, just putting equanimous St. Brown's personal stuff out there <laughs> just like that. Okay.
0: His teammates. In Chicago, so there's got to be a little little uh, rapport there. Let's hear a little more from Justin Fields.
4: Want to stay in Chicago or what's up? Yeah, of course, of course I want to stay. Um, to be honest, bro, I'll be trying to like with all the talk, it's, it's hard to, I guess, kind of just boom be in one place. But I can't see myself playing in another place. But I know how that league is. Like if it was up to me, I would want to stay in Chicago. I love the city. The city's lit. The the fans there, they're great. But um, it's a business. I ain't got no control over it. So whatever happens, happens. But I feel like the biggest thing with all this going on right now, I just wanted it to be over. Like, just let me know if I'm getting traded. Let me know if I'm staying.
3: That last part, I just want it to be over. I think that's the answer right there. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I think that he
0: kind of sees what's happening and probably hears what's happening. I do find it interesting that Justin Fields is still following Anthony Richardson. He's still following uh, Ohio State Barstool. He still follow, You're not getting away from football just because you unfollow the NFL and the Chicago Bears.
3: What I'll say is I do find the trend of in the middle of contract disputes unfollowing. I find that annoying. Like uh, Kyler Murray is in negotiations with the Arizona Cardinals. He unfollowed the Cardinals. What does it mean? It means nothing. They're going to pay him a crap ton of money. It's just to get from their crap ton of money number to his crap ton of money number. We got to get somewhere in the middle. This I do feel like is different. I, I just, Dan, I, you know, I, I don't know uh, a lot about your your background outside of Fox, like, but I have been in places. I'm a mystery man, I know. Listen, <laughs> I don't know, you know, whatever. I have been in places where you know that whether you're good at your job or not, you're not going to be there very much longer. And so I have, so I wouldn't want to log on to social media every single day and see him reminders of the place that I am not really wanted. And that's not by the fans. That's by the people that are in charge. So I, I actually do like, I, I, I do understand. And I do sympathize. Like, you know, I'll just, as an example, I was traveling this past weekend. I was with family. One of my family members was, is having trouble in their work environment right now. And they literally said, it's so nice to get away from work. And so in this case, that is a reminder. Every time he logs on and he sees that the uh, the Chicago Bears have made some coaching staff additions on Instagram, that's the number two post right now, it's a reminder of a place where he isn't wanted. And I think he's just trying to focus on what's next. Is it Chicago? Is it somewhere else? And he just doesn't need a reminder. But
0: I think that is part of it because I think that's the answer. If the Bears have a decision next week to, to make, and part of that decision, as you said, it could go in multiple ways. They could keep Justin Fields, they could trade the pick and end up getting still one of the top 3 picks if they only move down a spot or two. They could do it they did last year and move completely out of that top 3, you know, end up having a pick in the, you know, in 789 range. Whatever whatever the case may be, but it seems like by him unfollowing them that one of those options is off the board and maybe even two of those and that's just a return to Chicago. why,
3: though? Because I mean, like Kyler Murray unfollowed the Cardinals, and then something got done, and then he's still a member of the Arizona Cardinals. You but know?
0: Kyler Murray's was unique in the fact of he was eligible for a contract extension, and five minutes later, he started to unfollow them. Like it was, it was after his third year. Like they were, they're going to exercise the option, and he all of a sudden wants out. You have this action, and then you have the Bears reportedly having made their decision and will have their decision by next week, I, I think Justin Fields knows something. Or if he hasn't been spoken to, he sure can feel it. Sure. And that's the case of of why he did it. I've muted people on Twitter that they have no Sorry, idea. I tweet too much about
3: everything. I apologize.
0: <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. It was only when you were ripping on the bucks. That was the only time. That, I, did Same old a, bucks, I did have S-O-B. a spell, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was the only time. No, the the fact is is he follows 777 people on Instagram. It's it's a lot. It's a lot. Mix in all the ads. The likelihood sure. <laughs> that you're going to see you're gonna, all the recipes on ways to make, you know, chicken cutlets or sure. ways to make Nashville hot chicken sandwiches you mix in that you're not going to be inundated with bears sure. and NFL stuff. Yeah, he knows, and he, it may not have been said to him, but whatever hasn't been said to him, he knows, and I think that's why it's the sign of like, all right, he understands it's time to move on. He had said in the comment, he said, you know, to the St. Bro, Bro St. Brown Bros that you know I'd love to stay in Chicago. That's the stuff that you say when you're also on your way out in Chicago. And I do believe him that I think that he would like to stay in Chicago. It's just likely not in the cards. And so I think you could take in all of these options that the Bears have. Justin Fields returning next season I think is now likely off the shelf because of what Justin Fields did social media. It may seem petty, but I think that that. he
3: knows. So, like, if if they were really torn, and again, let's say the Las Vegas Raiders, what do they have, like the 7th, 8th pick? Let's ask Danny G. Where do the Raiders pick in the end? Uh, 13th. 13th. Okay. okay. Mark Davis calls up, had a wild night out in Vegas, and he says, Chicago, 10 first-round picks for the first pick in the draft, okay? <laughs> hey. Um, I bring it I, up because – I don't even know they, that's
0: legal. I don't think that's legal. But anyway, to Do we do point. pick
3: swaps in the NFL? I don't know how that works. I know in the NBA you do. You have to do pick you swaps. You can only trade so far ahead. Okay. So, like – then justin then you're out of position to, so it's not like you're trading down one pick to Washington and you're still going to take a quarterback you're pretty much out of position to probably realistically get one of the elite quarterback prospects etc so you would bring Justin Fields back i don't think unfollowing them has any i don't think it has anything to do with the bears decision i just think he knows what the decision is i think the bears know what the decision is but i do i do think if there was some you know godfather offer to get them out of the top 5 I, I think know.
0: I know exactly what you're saying. I, I, and 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 it's the reason on why I actually think that the Bears are crazy to have their mind made up at the combine for what they're going to end up ultimately doing at the end of April. But in trying to read between the lines and why they have and why they did it last year and why they did it this year, I think in the end the Bears will trade down a spot to Washington. I think that is that is going to be the case because they're still going to be able to get the boatload of picks because of how much Caleb Williams and that name means to any team in the NFL, specifically Washington with a hire of Kingsbury. I think they're trying to make up as well for the hiring of Dan Quinn. Not that Dan Quinn is not a good hire, and Dan Quinn may win more games than any of the new head coaches in the the National Football League. It was just a hire that wasn't splashy. They They got dissed by Ben Johnson. How do you save face? You bring in the darling generational quarterback in the draft. And sure. that's where I think that that's and, and that's my bias, Aaron, is that's what I think Chicago is going to do. I think ultimately Washington will have the first overall pick in the draft. And so the, this adds to my arsenal of information to do so. But I also just think if the Bears are making the decision by next week on how they're going to move forward and this happens seven days in advance of that. It's just much more than coincidence to me. But I get everything you're saying. You would think keep all your options open. Maybe you well, have. No, a, I'm just
3: saying I don't think just deal. It, unless I'm misinterpreting what you're saying, I'm understanding what you're saying to mean that this is feeding in like like even if the decision was 50-50, it now becomes a hundred zero because he has unfollowed them. And that part I don't agree with. That's the only point I'm trying to make.
0: You think that there are roads back.
3: I don't think it's likely because I think they probably believe that any of those first three quarterbacks are a better option long term. I'm just saying, again, I use the Raiders specifically as an example because at that spot, maybe you can't get the franchise quarterback. And it's like the idea that you wouldn't keep Justin Fields because he unfollowed you doesn't make sense to me. Now, if you just don't think he's good enough, that's a different conversation. I don't think the unfollowing has anything to do. With I'm
0: anything. not saying the Bears wouldn't bring Justin Fields back because he unfollowed them. OK, OK, okay. That I'm saying Justin Fields knows what the Bears are going to do. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And because of what they're going to do, gives him no reason to continue to follow them.
3: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah.
0: That's what what I'm trying to say. The message of if the Bears have made up their mind, they likely in some way, and it may be no communication at all with Justin Fields and his agent. Maybe they're just not talking to him. But if you're not talking to him about your plans and how you're going to move forward, you kind of know. You know, like when you haven't heard anything for a while, that's what I think that this is set up to be. If we're playing connect the dots, that's how I'm trying to connect the dots. And again, my final dot is the Bears trading that pick to Washington and just doing a one-two flip, getting a boatload and still being able to draft a quarterback that you feel will be yours for the, you know, how many next generations. It's risky considering their quarterback history. All of this is very risky with the Bears, but that's the one where I almost think that they can have their cake and eat it too. Get all the picks you want, but still get a franchise quarterback that you feel is, you know, they, they must feel Drake May or Jaden Daniels is better than, uh, you know, what Justin Fields has. And you're going to have three more years, four more years of, of that quarterback than being on a rookie contract.
3: Yeah. We got, I will say, unrelated to necessarily Justin Fields. Not a conversation for today, but I think the Caleb Williams to Washington thing is fascinating. New ownership, new era, willing to spend. Caleb Williams is from the D.C. area. I think if that happens, it's going to be a really cool story, but obviously that has little to do with Justin Fields. They're gonna, they could move up
0: for one spot, and the Bears could get almost everything that they wanted, and it would be worth it to Washington.
3: Everything they wanted, just what extra picks plus yeah, the quarterback. Yeah, of the like future?
0: like normally moving up one spot, I mean, but because it's the number one pick, because it's Caleb Williams, because of what they have done previously, like the price that Washington has to pay to Chicago continues to go up, and I just think Washington pays that price yeah, because it's so important to them.
4: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
3: Hey, we're Covino and Rich. Fox Sports Radio every day, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. But here's the thing. We never have enough time to get to everything we want to get to. And that's why we have a brand new podcast called Overpromised. You see, we're having so much fun in our two-hour show. We never get to everything. Honestly, because this guy oh, is me. overpromising things we never Never have time for. Yeah, you blubber lips. Blaming me. Well, you know what? It's called Overpromise. You should be good at it because you've been overpromising women for years. Well, it's a Cavino and Rich after show, and we want you to be a part of it. We're going to be talking sports, of course, but we're also going to talk life and relationships, and if Rich and I are arguing about something or we didn't have enough time, it will continue on our after show called Overpromise. Well, if you don't get enough Cavino and Rich, make sure you check out Overpromise and also Uncensored, by the way, so maybe we'll go at it even a little harder. It's going to be the best after show podcast. Of all time. There you go, overpromising. Perfect. And remember, you could see it on YouTube, but definitely join us. Listen to Overpromised with Cavino and Rich on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip.
0: Hi, checking in for...
2: Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash
1: with Amex. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat a slice of pizza in under 30 seconds or... I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two-liter. If you have, then you're going to love pick six. The new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings Pick six app. Then pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play pick six from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the DraftKings pick six app now and use the code DUG. New customers can play five bucks and get 50 in pick six credits. That's code DUG only on DraftKings pick six. The crown is yours.
4: See terms at pick
1: slash promos you've put it off long enough it's time to replace your tires Tire rack has the tires that'll elevate your drive touring tires for commuter comfort performance tires for sporting handling all-terrain tires for on and off-road adventure go to tyrack.com to get started not sure where to begin use the tire decision guide to get a personalized tire recommendation the right tires for how what? And where you drive. Choose from a full line of Goodyear tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Goodyear test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports TireRack.com. Way tire buying should be.
0: Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio on a Wednesday. We're going to keep reminding you it is Wednesday. I'm Dan Beyer. He's Aaron Torres. Danny G, our executive producer, hanging out. Lorena and Mary have all the technical stuff. And of course, Monty is at the news desk again, live from the tireact.com studios, getting ready for another uh, busy night of college basketball. Then the NBA picks up uh, tomorrow with the, it's not even the second half of the season, it's like the final third of the season, the home stretch. Uh, but NBA action resuming on Thursday. All right, we're all together. Hit up Aaron at Aaron underscore Torres. You can find me at Dan Bayer on Fox. Let's play a game.
3: Game time! This
0: is game time. It's game time. On the Doug Gottlieb find Show. Find her on a variety of social media platforms at Monty Bolaños. What do you got today, Monty?
2: Again, I only know what day it is thanks to these games. What are we playing, gals?
1: For better... Or worse. We
2: just played on Wednesdays. Okay, Vellas, you're going to tell me what's better, what's worse. Go All right, let's go. For better or for worse? Winning the NBA in season tournament or winning the MVP of the All Star game?
0: I am going to say. I'm going to say winning the mid season tournament is worse. Is worse. As the Lakers have proven that it means nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. At least if you win the All Star game MVP, Aaron. As a player, you have played to a level that is high enough to put you into the game, and for as bad as the game may be, you're still amongst a group of elites. The in-season tournament sure seems like something that the fans didn't care about. And maybe some of the players didn't care as much about. So I think it's much worse to win the midseason tournament than it would be to win the All-Star Game MVP.
3: Add on. See, when you propose that, I almost got like the jeopardy. I have to respond with what is. (laughs) What is things only LeBron James cares about? The in-season tournament. He's playing in the All-Star Game when he's hurt. Uh, I will go with. I'll probably go with All Star Game MVP too, because to Dan's point, you still got to be one of the 24 so best players on the planet to be there. All right. Even if once you get there, nobody really cares.
2: Okay, moving on, fellas. For better or for worse, the start of Tom Brady's career or the start of Patrick Mahomes' career.
3: To me, it's, to me, it's almost a no-brainer. Remember, Brady, second year as a starter, missed the playoffs. So Mahomes, what is it? Five years as a starter, five AFC championship games, or is it six now? <laughs> it's, it's six, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I just assuming. they lost to the Patriots. They lost to the Patriots, they lost to the Bucks. they, they lost to the Bucks in the Super Bowl, and then they lost to the Bengals. So to me, it's almost a no-brainer. I will say Mahomes. Mahomes. Yeah, Mahomes' start of his career is way better than Tom Brady's. All right. Absolutely.
0: All right. The ending, TBD.
2: TBD. Moving on. All right. For better or for worse, former Washington quarterback Michael Penix Jr. or former Oregon quarterback Bo Nix? Both
0: 23. (laughs) I think Penix is better than Bo Nix, or will be in the National Football League.
3: Interesting. I I will say Bo Nix, just because Michael Penix's injury history is not great, and he really. There's like a pretty big correlation between awesome with Kalen DeBoer, not awesome with everybody else. So that remains. There's a lot of hubbub
0: around the Pacific Northwest with Ryan Grubb being the Seahawks new offensive coordinator. Not that the Seahawks would take Penix at 16 some if... Put him there, but even of the Seahawks trading back, and know. if Penix is still available, maybe taking him in that
3: spot. That was a thought I had as well. Pen, does Penix reunite with Grubbs? But... All
2: right, fellas, my last and final one, which is my best one for better or for worse: best
3: appetizer or
2: best dessert.
1: <laughs>
3: all right. Go ahead, Torres. Uh, to me, this is easy. Is um, it? It's easier than H- Mahomes versus Brady. I'm an appetizer guy all day. Give me some fried calamari. Maybe some mozzarella sticks at Applebee's, the awesome blossom, oh, whatever. yeah. Yeah. Um, dessert, I could take or leave, but I- I'm a big app guy. Okay. No
0: Damn. one has ever uttered the words, did you save room for an appetizer? <laughs> It's never happened. Because smash those appetizers. Oh, the first thing, when you are hungry and you go to a spot and and you get an appetizer, uh, there is nothing better. Appetizers, to me, way better than desserts. You are also always seeing the appetizer menu. (laughs) Dessert menu, sometimes you have to bring a special one. You don't even care about it, or they're like, it's in the drinks, it's on page eight of the drinks menu, and then you have to go and look at their four options. How, apps are so much better how, than this. How about
3: this? Sometimes the apps just become the meal. Yeah. You've never sat at a restaurant and ice cream cake become or ice cream and cake becomes the whole meal. That's never happened.
2: Yeah, I agree with both of you fellas. Appetizers all, right. all day. I
3: think
0: I'll have the cheesecake with a side <laughs> of fries and. <laughs> Yeah, that doesn't happen. But I've known him many a times to go, I'll have the chicken tenders with uh, fries and broccoli. Mix a couple sides (laughs) with the the tendies. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. My, My
2: volleyball coach in high school would have dessert first because he was like, I never have space for it. So he would eat dessert and then take food home. And I was like, interesting. No, give me the appetizers.
0: Oh, how about that exchange? Did you save room for dessert? Oh, no. Sorry. I already had so yes, much. Oh, it was all so good. We, we didn't plan ahead because we're idiots. No, that's never the case. All right. And that's game time. Doug Gottlieb show on Fox Sports Radio. I'm Dan Byer. He's Aaron Torres sitting in for Doug today, live from the tire studios. Joining us on the program Talk National Football League, read them on the Pro Football Network, hear them right here on Fox Sports Radio, and also on the Inside the Birds podcast. Our NFL insider Adam Kaplan
4: joins us. Hello, Adam. Happy Hump Day. How are you, guys? Doing well. Just uh, starting to get ready. Get ready for leaving for the combine on uh, Monday afternoon. My twenty third combine. Looking forward to it. This is really and uh, the start of free agency is that's up, was up first, but uh, it, it's draft season for me as well. The com- the conversation that Aaron and I had to
0: start the show, again, surrounding the Chicago Bears and what they're going to yep. do in Justin Fields and his social media activities. Albert Breer had the report uh, earlier this week that Chicago uh, will know what plan of action they want to take next week uh, by the Combine. What do you think that plan of action is going to be with the Bears?
4: All right, so this is the way it works. So last year I could tell you to talk into the teams involved so Carolina-Chicago talked last year at the Combine. Uh, one source connected with it said there was, the, the, the deal was 75% done, but they did not settle on the compensation until about a week after, and then, and then it got done. So what's going to happen is Chicago's going to they will have, at the very minimum, they'll know every team that's interested. They're not leaving there without knowing that. Let's, and that'll determine the value. If they only have two teams interested, they're not getting a first-round pick. If they have four to six teams interested, there's a realistic chance they're going to get a first-round pick. So that's, that's what I see going down.
3: Adam, I would just say um, you know, I know it's hard to speculate before you get to um before you get to Indian before this process ramps up, but Dan, one thing Dan and I were talking about before is the uh, the idea that's already being floated about Washington potentially trading up into that top spot. You know, Caleb sure. Williams is a hometown kid. Sure. Again, I know it's it's mostly speculation at this point, but it does feel like new ownership, new era um, and it feels like the type of, of a splashy thing that a new ownership group might want to consider.
4: All right. So, Aaron, here's what was going to happen. They were going to hire Ben Johnson. This was, as I reported for Pro Football Network, uh, gosh, two months ago. This was going to be their guy. Yes, it didn't work. It didn't happen. But this was the, they want to make a big splash, as you said. Uh, Adam Peters, was the, they identified him to be the GM his personnel control. I know they want to help Cliff Kingsbury or Coach Williams last season. But they also have to be very careful. Um, they have so many needs, but quarterback is by far number one. They're a really bad football team. There's a reason why they're picking where they are. They need major help on defense, have to rebuild their offensive line. Really, the only good part about their team is receiver. Um, that's pretty. And Brian Robinson's a pretty good young run, running back. But other than that, D-tackle is the only position on defense where they're really strong, and they're going to have to rebuild. So, yeah, I, I expect them to have those talks. Sure, Atlanta, Pittsburgh. Um, they 're not Pittsburgh on, on in terms of this but Pittsburgh's in the quarterback market um there 's going to be a lot of quarterback movement by the way this year this is, this is kind of my early word here we don 't usually have this but they're going to be there 's a decent backup group there are like six to seven good backup quarterbacks on the market who have become available there could be some trades involved there, there could be a lot of quarterback movement in fact I expect it uh, come m- middle of march I got-
0: Adam Kaplan joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. I got a combine question for you just mm-hmm. in general because I was always sure. under the understanding that, I don't know, maybe it was five or ten years ago that maybe the combine wasn't as important for what the guys did on field and and teams would go and look at what they were going to do at their own pro days at their school but I feel like the winds have shifted that maybe the maybe the the pro day at the school is so slanted towards uh, towards the athlete that maybe they don't get a good read. Where is the combine's role in defining these athletes and, and defining in defining in the information that teams can now get um throughout this process?
4: Yeah, so it, it depends, Dan. it's a good question on the position. The way it was explaining to me is let let's say a receiver. Who's going to be a first-run pick, decides not to run? Well, then he, he's, got, he's, got, he's got his pro day and private workouts. Let's say that that receiver decides to run. He has a bad workout. That's okay. He can go to his pro day or a workout privately. That's why teams don't quite understand why guys don't run here. They're, now, it's a faster track here uh, in Indy. Uh, so it just comes down to the position, I would say, based on whether they work out or not and how important it is. But the tape tape 75% of the grade, what their their all-22 tape looks like in the fall. And by the way, it's not just, particularly a quarterback. I'm talking to one team now that is absolutely in the market for a quarterback. They've gone back and watched every single throw this guy's made. Uh, Every quarterback, by the way, who's potentially going to be a first-round pick. They don't do as much work on the the guys in the second or third round. But if you're going to be a first-round pick and you're a quarterback, they're looking at every throw. They're also going back to... Character stuff going back to high school to grade school in some areas. If you're going to Whoa. be picking the top five, <laughs> believe it or not, i never Mark Dominico. I work with it at ESPN. Is Mark told me that when when they were when they were doing work on Josh Freeman, this is how long ago it was. Um, they actually had people f- uh, go into places where he had been that the, the day that they got there and asked people questions about what was your interactions like with him. I mean, that's how when you're picking the first round of quarterback. There's a reason for it. And you understand why? If you're looking for a quarterback, that means you don't have one, and that means you can't win. And that's that's what you're going to do. Dumb question, Adam, but but
3: what it? How much of the combine itself for people who have never covered it? Certainly, as a journalist, like twenty third, yeah, it's twenty third. Okay, yeah. So so take us uh, Saint Elmo's eleven o'clock at night. Yeah, what's really <laughs> we're not really talking about the defensive tackle from right. Ole Miss right. at that
4: hour. Right. All right. So, so I'm going to I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you something. I'm not going to say the player. I'm going to give you an example. I know where you're getting it at it's St. Elmo's or at Steak and Shake. OK, OK. Those of us who have been there know I, I'm a vegan, so I don't eat. Uh, I go to what I what I do is I don't have meat there I, at St. Elmo's, which is known for the shrimp cocktail. I'll have salmon or something like that, but I don't have the, I don't have the steak, which is great. When I ate meat, I'd have steak there or fillet. But um, so what happens is, t- people stay out to two or three in the morning. I mean, that, I, I typically will do that. Now, what happens is, agents meet with players, and you know, th- there's tampering, all sorts of tampering going on. <laughs> I was sitting at Steak and Shake. I'll never forget this. I'm so glad you brought this. this was 2005 or six? The Jets were meeting with a big time agent, and I looked it up. He didn't have any players with the Jets. So he wasn't talking about his own clients with the Jets. And the Jets then were clearly tampering. Okay, this goes on. That's why we have the open negotiating period, which, you know, the the, tam- the open tampering. Yeah. Two days before free agency starts because Ray Anderson was the one who brought it up. I remember talking to Ray about it. Who was a longtime NFL executive who then would become the athletic director for Arizona State. It was so obvious that teams were talking to the agents two days before. Let's give an open negotiating period. And you know the NBA has their thing. To answer your question, the guy Aaron and Dan, it, it goes on. It's so open and f- comical. And then one time, I texted an agent. I said, "You're not supposed to be doing that." He goes, "I could tear I could do whatever I want. They can't get me in trouble. It's the club." <laughs> I go, "You are absolutely right about that."
0: It is a scene. I, I covered one, only one combine. So I'm 22 okay. behind uh adam kaplan it was the worst <laughs> event that i've ever covered really? it was so boring i mean it's, just, yeah,
4: it's you got to talk to people though dan yeah I mean, uh, yeah i know that's a part of the problem Is i wasn't a, i'm
0: not an insider yeah. i'm not you know like it. they don't know me it. from anybody sure so yeah. and, and you don't get to sit there and watch at, at that time i think some of the rules have laxed a little bit but you needed to be like with the pro football writers association and sure. you needed to sign up and they would set yeah. you in a box for like an hour or whatever i don't know what it was and then you could leave But it wasn't like I saw the workouts. And you're talking to guys two days before they work out anyway. The point being is this. About – it was 2020, right before COVID – my wife and I were back in the Midwest. It was my niece's birthday in Wisconsin. I said, "Hey, I want to go to Indiana. A couple of things there I want to see. Big fan of the Hoosiers movie. We went and saw a bunch of stuff with Hoosiers. I'm like, let's go have a night out in Indianapolis. It was Combine week. Our table was right next to Mickey Loomis's. Twenty minutes later, Sean Payton comes in. You know, you like go. like it's yeah. like we're just sitting there, you know, having our own yeah. deal. But yeah, it is mm-hmm. it is a scene, especially at that restaurant during Combine week. Walk past walk past another restaurant. There's Andrew Siciliano. Give him a wave in the window. You know it it is quite the scene when you are there like there is stuff happening and it's just everybody's basically in the same spot
4: yeah 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 is at the bar getting wasted no i'm kidding I'm you kidding. know i no, i uh i don't hit it hard like i used to when i was younger it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a little bit harder Pre-vegan days. yeah I, I, but no but i you know as you get older it's hard to stay up but it, it it's it's fun it, it it's fun to do this i mean it's it's you get so much information 90% of it you can't report. Sure. I, mean, I, I could tell you a lot of us were there. We knew Baker Mayfield was going to the Bucks. I mean, that was happening. That was the one f- big note I got out of the combine last year. But it's just funny. It's just funny um, how this stuff goes on. And look at – and there's, there's a saying. The NFLPA would always say this to me. Man, if, if these agents aren't doing this and they're not doing their job, they should be doing it. You know, just don't yeah. leave the paper trail.
0: The 49ers have yet to decide on who their defensive coordinator is going to be. Where does that stand with Kyle Shanahan's staff?
4: Yeah, he is, um, he is looking at a lot of people. He is looking at a lot of people there. So um, internally, there he's got a couple candidates. Uh, Brandon Staley was the guy that I've been thinking about, about two or th- I'd say about a week and a half now. Sure. Um, there, there's some connection there to that staff and the type of scheme. Now, the scheme would have to change a little bit. His, his best part is the Vic Fangio scheme, uh, which is what uh, the Niners ran when they, had the, they were on their Super Bowl run, so you have to, you have to look at it that way. But uh, it, it internally, Daniel Bullock's by the way, who was a former safety in the NFL. I know he's very well-respected. Two teams told me they were going to talk to him. and the Niners not made it to the Super Bowl, they, they were going to interview him to be their uh, defense coordinator. So uh, I think Brandon Staley makes the most sense. Um, and then... There are a couple guys out there. No, not Mike Riebel. People keep asking me. I'm a little surprised that he's not on anyone's list. It's kind of stunning that... He's not in the NFL right now. That's probably, you know, people ask me the biggest surprise. that that Him not coaching right now is stunning to me.
3: Real quick, what is the reputation of Brandon Staley? We know it's a difference between being a coordinator and being a head coach, but after everything we saw with him as a head coach, has it taken a hit in coordinator and assistant coaching circles?
4: Um, not, certainly won't be a head coach. Like, to, to be a head coach, answer your question, Aaron, definitely has hurt him. Uh, didn't end well there. Couldn't figure it out. Things got really bad. But, no, he's a smart guy. He have a chance to be defense coordinator, uh, no question about it. He actually had very good success with the Rams in, in particular. That's why I get a head coaching job. But I think sometimes we have to learn. Some guys maybe are just not head coaches. He just could not reach his players, uh, and the Chargers didn't want to do it, but they knew they had to fire him in season. It's not something they've really done. They've only done it once in the last twenty years, but twenty five years as, as a matter of fact. But they had they felt they they felt compelled to do it, as, as I was told.
0: All right, final one for me. Uh, Geno Smith got some uh, guaranteed money last Friday. Yeah but there is still some question about his future in seattle does he remain oh, yeah. with the uh the seahawks or could john schneider look to move on and make a change of that position uh,
4: like no my promise. understanding was their their plan i mean i know plans can change and you never say never their their plan this whole offseason was this will be this is gino it's his run they're they're also going to pay him his roster bonus which is due on march 17th i think it is um i believe it's 9 million uh, they owe him over just twenty million, but uh, what I've warned people is it doesn't mean they won't draft a quarterback in the first round. That doesn't have anything to do with it. Sure, uh, they, they can get. There's no guaranteed money next year. There's no decision to be made. Uh, they won't owe him a cent if they cut him after the season. Uh, there'll be a little bit. Of, there'll be about just over eight uh, eight million in dead money, eight point seven million to be exact. But that doesn't matter anymore. Uh, no, th- this to me realistically would be his last year as the quarterback, unless he has another Geno year like in twenty two, where that came out of nowhere. I think Dan, I might have told you the story where I ran into a GM last year. I said, "Man, why didn't you guys get after him?" He goes, "Dude, if we would have known he'd be this good, we would have called, we would have signed him." <laughs> no one saw this guy. After te- no how one. does this happen after ten years? Yeah, Insane.
0: yeah. He was halfway to winning the Heisman. Then Johnny Manziel came along. So, there you all go. right, Adam Kaplan, thanks so much, Adam. Right, we'll talk to you soon. Enjoy the combine. Thank Our NFL insider hit him up at Kaplan NFL. Hear him on the Inside the Birds pod and read him on Pro Football
4: Network.
1: They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their Toyo tire test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be.
0: Doug Gottlieb, show on Fox Sports Radio. I'm Dan Byer. He's Aaron Torres. Sitting in for Doug today. Again, we're going to be around the next couple of hours as we sit in for Covino and Rich. Doug was in for Colin Cowherd. Danny G is here, executive producer. Mary's on the ones and twos. And Monty Bolaños is here with the press.
1: The Press.
0: Headlines of the day. Hit her up at Matzi Bolaños. What's going on, Matzi?
2: I got some fun ones for you, fellas, coming out of the NBA. Funyuns? Did you funyuns. say Funyuns? Oh. I'm not,
0: I
3: don't like Funyuns. I
2: love Funyuns. Where are you on
3: Funyuns, Aaron Torres? Is that a good snack? Not. I mean, I've had them, but I, it's been a long time. I don't want to give a, a definitive take. I yeah, love Funyuns.
0: Yeah.
2: I love the hot ones, too. The, like, spicy Funyuns. But I can only have, like, three, because then I, like, die. But, you know, I, I enjoy it. Though. We've had
0: Funyuns in the vending machine here at work, but they haven't appeared lately.
2: Yeah, well, see, you can't have them and, like, work closely with people. You are gonna, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't want to be rude like that, so I'm going to have them at home.
0: Because they, they, they smell so bad? Is I mean, that Your why? breath will be, yeah.
2: yeah, for a bit, for a bit. Well, you know? it hasn't
0: stopped Lorena from microwaving her food and bringing it into the studio. <laughs> oh <Whoa>, Shots <laughs> like,
2: fired! <laughs> It's only acceptable when you, like, microwave popcorn, right? Like, popcorn, nobody gets (laughs) mad. You're like, oh, did you bring popcorn? Oh, that's a good one. All right, fellas. So, in a cover story for Boardroom, Kevin Durant said he would be willing to go to another team if the opportunity presented itself.
3: Do you want to be a
0: part of the Seattle Supersonics if if it was available to you at some point in your life? Without a doubt. Without a doubt. I feel like that franchise, for one, is an iconic brand within the NBA. I feel like that market is a basketball market that needs the influence of an NBA team um, in that city that, that, so to continue to inspire that city and, bring, and, and produce more and more basketball players. Because I believe that. I believe if a city has an NBA team, you will get more and more kids inspired to want to become NBA players, as opposed to not having a team.
3: Can I say something really quick? No. Okay, so... Everything LeBron says, and I know that was KD. Everything LeBron says feels so inauthentic. I know KD is like, it's easy to just take shots at him. I believe like he truly like loves basketball, and he knows Seattle loves basketball. And that was just like a real, genuine, authentic answer. It wasn't like it's for my brand. It wasn't like to be a global icon, to make $2 billion. It's like... No, Seattle's awesome. I love basketball. They love basketball. Let's make it happen. Everyone criticizes KD for everything. I love that. Sorry, Dan.
0: No, the book ends his career. You know, yes. started yeah, in Seattle, exactly. ends in Seattle. But yeah. I, yeah.
3: I think it's for a genuine, I just feel like every time LeBron talks about post-career or next move or whatever, it's just so smoke coming out of you and know where. scripted. Well, yeah, yeah. That just felt really sincere. Also for the fact Agreed. that
0: there are people that believe that the deal is already in place that LeBron will have an ownership stake in the Vegas team. Right. Yeah. Where Durant here, I think, is saying, I'd like to play for Seattle, right? Yes. Like at the yes. end of his career. Yes. Yeah. But
3: he, 100%. Even, but even if it was an ownership thing, which I don't think it was, I feel like it's for altruistic reasons. It's not like to turn myself into a billionaire so I can be on Forbes magazine.
2: Right, right. All right, let's check in with Jalen Brunson. He was on the All Smoke Productions podcast, and he admitted, he said, I wanted to stay in Dallas and was willing to sign a four-year, $55 million extension. But Dallas rejected it twice. Going into his fourth season, which was a 2022-2023 season, his people asked for that deal. The Mavericks said no, that they wanted to wait and see you know how he was 20 ish games into that season. Luka Doncic gets hurt. He becomes a starter where he excels. So he and his people go back to the Mavericks because this was around that 20 ish, you know, game mark. They asked for the same deal. The Mavericks turned it down again. Later that season, after the trade deadline, Dallas approaches Brunson, now wanting to sign that four-year, $55 million deal. But he said that at that point, he felt that he had outgrown that deal based on what he had done. And now...
0: why they wanted to do it then. Right. And
2: now he's in New York, where he signed a four-year, $104 million deal.
0: Yeah. What What is it? The Garth Brooks song, you know... The Unanswered Prayers? Places, no, so. no, that one. Is it you know, God's greatest blessings are unanswered prayers. There's something that, you know, you wanted, you thought that you yeah. wanted. You wanted so bad, and in the end it works out better for you that it didn't happen. I'll tell you what, this is also on the flip side of it. A lot of NBA teams and their successes are on the decisions that they didn't made or just the, the wrong decisions. That's the perfect example mm-hmm. there of just, all right, okay, so maybe this is why the Mavericks haven't gotten to the – You know the pinnacle that we thought that they could with Luca.
2: Yeah, I
3: agree. Don't have much ahead other than that.
2: Perfect. You guys saw that brawl that happened on Monday night in the Southland Conference between Texas A&M Commerce and Incarnate Word. Well, they have suspended eight players Mm -hmm. for the involvement in that fight, which I watched and I was like, "That is a brawl." Because you saw the headline, I was like, "Oh, it's probably not really a brawl." It's probably like, "What? Oh, everybody was involved. Everybody, even the coaches. Word. Everybody in the club." That's it was
0: it eight eight on uh on both teams combined? Yeah,
2: it was eight for uh players on both. Yeah, and they it was they were suspended by the conference myself if
0: by you had have said twenty-eight, I wouldn't have been surprised. <laughs> That's the press. <laughs>